hello there. Thank you for joining us again on The Basic and The Brain. For those of you who may have missed us the last few weeks, we're Alina and Maddie, aka The Basic and The Brain, and we're here to bring Botox and Bravo to the fucking table for your next dinner party. Yeah, I mean, think of it as us bringing basic bitch topics into the intellectual sphere. So grab yourself a glass of wine, or White Claw, or whatever hard seltzer, alcoholic drink of preference, (laughs) and join us for this week's episode. So excited this week. We have a very special guest, um, my good friend Angelica Swiss, who is uh, joining us today. Um, And actually considering today's topic, I feel like is so, it's just perfect. It's like a marriage made in heaven. Um, And I know both Angelica and Alina have yet to to meet each other. Um, So Angelica, welcome first off. Thank you for having me. Very excited. Um, and on top of that, I think it'd be really good for you to kind of give a little, you know, a little, a little bio about yourself, you know, get our, get our listeners uh, knowing who you are. Totally. Um, well, I'm Angelica Swiss. I'm currently a cam model for Flirt for Free. And I started my career at the ripe age of 18, um, as a dominatrix. And I did that for many years. And then I'd heard about, um, through my mentor, a company called kink.com, which is a large BDSM pornography company. And so I worked for them for a few years and that's, that's my background. And now I currently work for Flirt for Free and I have an OnlyFans. So, so first off, before we even get started, um, yeah. A, I didn't know about the dominatrix thing at really? so like that, that was my introduction no- into the sex world. I had no idea. Like, that's kind of wild. And secondly, I do remember several times being invited to go to some of the kink parties. And for our listeners who don't know, kink <laughs> is basically, it was like, I don't think it exists anymore in the sense of they office own the space. space anymore. It's like office yeah. space. Yeah. But it used to be like this if massive. Only they knew. It was the people who are currently sitting there, like accountants and CPAs, looking at spreadsheets. (laughs) What that desk was used for? Totally, totally. Um, But it used to be like a big, massive, like dungeon space, right? And people Mm -hmm. would be invited to these like voyeur type parties, right? Yeah, and I mean they were interactive at all um, as well. I mean you could like finger a model. There just couldn't be fluid exchange, so it was more than just watching. Although that's most of the time my preferred method, but you know, I went with, I'm sorry. I know. <laughs> sorry. Alina's face uh, right now. <laughs> obviously there has to be consent, like- but you ask consent from the model and you're allowed to touch like breasts and airy areas as long as there's no fluid exchange. That is just so crazy. And also, I just want to preface like how uncomfortable Alina is. Our listeners know how I'm Vanilla, so sorry, Alina. <laughs> no, I love it. I literally was texting Maddie and I was like, okay, so we're going to have to find a way to hide this episode from my mom so that I'm like less <laughs> awkward than I might normally oh, be, no. which is really awkward anyway. Um, no, I, I love it. And um, it, this is just fascinating to me because I feel like, you know, I've watched... Fifty Shades of Grey, and I've watched what yeah. was that show? A Sex Life. Hello, yeah. um, that's where this podcast started. And so I'm like, I kind of know about this concept, but yeah. hearing about it f- 
you know, firsthand. And like, they don't necessarily talk about the rules of no fluid exchanging on sex life. So it's, it's just so cool. But I, I apologize if I'm like deer in the headlights. It's, no. it's I truly am like so interested. And I'm like, okay, how can I take a page out of my husband's like, I can't wait for you to meet her. And I'm so excited for this episode. <laughs> He's like, learn a thing or seven, please, because the starfish is getting old. Oh, you're so funny. He's like, please, like, I really want you to be her friend. He's like, you should hang out with her. I ironically love <laughs> and, uh, vanilla and, and, sex, No, I think, I think it's so cool. Wait, so how, how are the rules, like, are they written on the wall? Do you have to like sign a consent? How how do you know what the rules are? Is it just like an industry norm? Sorry. I don't mean to like go off on a tangent, but. No, it's been, I mean, obviously depending on the play space that you're in, like if I, like I used to go to, um, you know, like, and I would sign, like I did naked yoga at a dungeon when I was pregnant with my daughter and you would sign like a consent, like you would sign this, you know, rules of conduct sort of for the, for the space and what's allowed, what's not allowed. Um, and Obviously, when I would be a guest on the upper floor or I would go to one of these parties, the parties, like the business parties, like the, the holiday Christmas party, you didn't sign anything for those for those parties. But for obviously when there's filming, you do have to sign like a disclaimer, like your your likeness might be shown. You're allowed to do this. You're not allowed to do that. I don't think I ever read it fully. I just <laughs> I just kind of signed it. But yeah, I mean, there there are rules. And I think, um, I think and they're I, pretty known. I assume, though, that it differs the paperwork from, like, if you're a guest at these parties versus if you're one of the employees. Of course. Correct? Of course. Yeah. And also, like, the okay. rules, of, like, amongst, like, getting tested and stuff like that, they're all, they're all, it's all different. Yeah. Depending on your role. Yeah. I actually, I find it kind of, like, insane, um, the level of, like, like rules and regulations around testing. Like I just, I, I always thought that it was like really fascinating, like how well they protect. Oh, like, hundred in the industry. A hundred percent. There's a large level of, of professionalism in that. And it, and it really shocked me that. going back into the vanilla world, especially mm-hmm. with dating and things like that. And I remember just being terrified of sleeping with a normal person who wasn't in the industry because I was scared. I'm like, how often are they getting tested? Also, like, what are their ideas of consent and what are, you know, they, they have a very like a vulgar and disgusting way of looking at sex almost, I think, you know, in my mind. That is <laughs> such an cool. interesting perspective. Yeah, that is like an interesting... I die though that it's called the vanilla world. Is that it? So it's called the vanilla world? That's just what I call... That's just what I would refer oh. to it as. I don't know. Like more normal. Norm, That's okay. That's normies. what I call it too. I don't know. Normal people. The normies. <laughs> the normies. I, I'm going to take all of this away. I'm so excited. I'm, I'm going to have a whole new vernacular. Monster high, this no. <laughs> oh, this, this is so, so good. Um, okay. So, you know, I feel like we usually like to do with our guests, like a quick getting to know you section. I mean, I feel like we got to know you like quite in depth already, but um, I'm blushing already, but yeah. (laughs) Yes. We're succeeding today. Um, so we have a few questions here that we're going to ask you, um, for our listeners to get to know you. I think also for Alina to get to know you. Um, (laughs) I, 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 we're excited. Are you ready for it? I'm ready. Okay, cool. What are your top three astrological signs? So your sun sign, your moon sign, and your rising. I'm going to read this because I actually didn't know. 
Um, my earth sign or my so- <laughs> wait, my sun sign is a Virgo. My moon sign is a Leo and my rising ascendant sign is a Libra. And in the spirit of getting to know me, I, I had to I'm Google this because I had no idea. You're, I don't, you're I don't a moon really Leo. know what it means either. Don't worry. You're a moon Leo. What are you? I'm a moon Leo, though. I know that. Okay. Uh, I'm So my sun is Aries. My oh. um, moon is Scorpio. And my ascendant is Sagittarius. But it's so fucking funny to me that majority of my people that are in my life are mm-hmm. all Earth signs. So like... Angelica, you're a Virgo. Yeah. My little brother, he's a Virgo as well. Yeah. My P- Pierre, he's a Capricorn. He's an Earth sign. Yeah. Um, Alina's husband is a Taurus. Yeah. Alina's husband Mark. before me. <laughs> he gets a shot. No, so you're not an Earth sign. Where are we going with this? <laughs> I'm pissed right now. Like, uh, we're done. No. Angelica, you're the new co-host of the basic <laughs> in the brain. We're breaking up. Well, Mark, it's a call out before I do. Well, I'm saying most of the people in my life are, but like you and I, we've talked about this. The reason why we get along so well is because you are a Scorpio sun and I'm a Scorpio moon. So it's like our Scorpio-ness attracts one another. Okay, fine. I'll allow it. And then also your moon sign is a fire sign and my sun sign is a fire sign. So it's like, you know, kind of like opposites attract to a degree. Wait, you have to tell Angelica what your mom said about that. Oh, Jesus Christ. Here we go. Um, So this is, my mom is into astrology and we don't really tell people this, but she's like actually quite popular in um middle east and north africa like she's like youtube popular in in astrology it's 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 really funny so cool um but she always like makes this joke she was like yeah so i'm a libra libras are air signs um and i love that you're a libra ascendant i feel like that's why you're really good at like hyping me up you're like my mom likes to make the joke that like as a libra (laughs) she's the one who's fanning my flames um and then she'll be like yeah and pierre you know he's an earth sign so he like snuffs out your light <laughs> what's his moon sign? Wait, that's funny wait, all the time, or if sign? that's funny if you know Pierre. <laughs> wait, what? What is his moon sign? I'm just curious what he's paired with. His moon sign is Aquarius. Oh, which is an so air she could say sign. that it's just like water. He's like pouring. Yeah. Water oh, oh, yeah. No, no, Aquarius yeah. is an air sign. Oh, wait, isn't that wild? Really? That yeah, is, Aquarius is, is an air sign. Okay, that makes no sense. And now I'm inclined to say that astrology is bullshit. What, ah! like, it's a water aqua. thing. I know. I know. I'm, I'm, it, I'm but pissed. it's an air sign. We're done. We're moving on. What's the next question? That's I mean, it. why are Scorpios like water signs? If you think about it, Scorpios in the fucking desert. How does that make any sense? Oh my God, you're right. Um. <laughs> All right, that's it. It's all bullshit. You've given me I go back to so me. much food for thought. I'm like, hmm. I love scorpions, though. Well, all right. Oh, my God, really? You do? I absolutely love them. We go scorpion hunting in the desert, and I just think they're such beautiful creatures. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. Take this back. You go scorpion hunting. Yeah, you don't what kill them. So there's no actual hunting involved, but you take your black lights and your, your flashlights, you know, your black flashlights, and you go just looking for them and they'll just scurry yeah, they'll scurry across th- your path and they're beautiful they're luminescent they glow in the dark and they're just you know minding their business 
roaming oh, about. Oh, you got me fucked up. Two things I never <laughs> thought anybody would say. Like, oh, I go and like. I'm gonna look take for you. I'm gonna take you. I'm gonna take you. They have. They have. They're actually having one tonight. It's like wine night. So you drink. There's live music, and you walk around on the how trails, and you can work see the- out. Alcohol and scorpion hunt. Like how. <laughs> There's a like a li- do they have liability insurance? Because aren't they venomous? I'm. Ve- you, just, you just practice a little common sense and you'll be fine. Okay? <laughs> you know, we night. all went out. We all went out to the desert um, way back when. This is actually when the podcast first came to be. Um, and Mark, bless him, love him to death. But he decided. You know, you talk about common sense, but he decided that it was a good idea to walk barefoot out in the desert and we then proceeded after his little walk proceeded for maybe a good 30 minutes to an hour having to pluck out uh needles from a cactus out of his foot (laughs) so you would think you know but uh, we're not bringing him on the scorpion hunt if if common sense is required Yeah, we're 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 not gonna. Oh no! Oh no! We're gonna be at the bar. We'll go to the wine night. Yeah, just keep the scorpions. You're like, we'll be at the rooftop bar in town. There's no scorpion hunting for us. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Um, poor guy. Oh my lord. Poor Uh, guy. Okay, so let's go. Let's let's go on to our next question. Mm -hmm. Um, so. At the moment, what is your favorite celebrity hot mess situation that you've heard about? Um, I'm ashamed to say that I don't keep in tune with like celebrities, really. But during the pandemic, I did out of just pure boredom, start watching like YouTube celebrities. And I would, I like really loved watching like Trisha Paytas and Ethan Klein. And I just fell in love with the both of them. So I think their fallout is the last like drama of, of a celebrity that I paid no, paid interest in. I know Trisha because I see her on TikTok. Yeah. I'm on the TikToks. I'm on that clock app. I love you it. Know, I try to be with the times. I'm going to have to look you up. <laughs> okay, I haven't just, quite figured it out my niche yet there, but. It's, a, it's I'm, an interesting I'm just one. I refuse. <laughs> I'm like, I'm scared. China scares me. No, we don't, we don't need any ties to Beijing. <laughs> like I can barely figure out Instagram. So I don't know who any of these people are, but what happened? Sorry, just. For those of us yeah. who don't know. Yeah, I feel like Trisha, I the only thing I know about her is that she recently got married. I know that there was some YouTube drama, but I wasn't quite sure about it. And I know she's like pregnant now and she had like had like years of struggles with wanting to be pregnant. So a lot of people are happy for her. But yeah, if you could just like, you know, give us the quick, uh, <laughs> quick uh, 411 about what really went down between them. It's, it's hilarious to me how emotionally involved I got during this whole thing. And it actually got me so riled up that I was like, I can no longer get this involved with YouTube people because you feel like you know them, you know, like when you watch somebody every morning while you're doing your makeup, you form this sort of relationship with them, you know, and you feel almost like you're friends with mm-hmm. them. So you get like protective, you get angry, you get like, oh, well, what the fuck, you know, with them and stuff. And so it was this, it was this big drama about like a percentage thing and she didn't feel like it was fair. And I mean, I don't know, there's just, I mean, she's known for drama. So yeah, I don't know. So basically it's like call her daddy, but the YouTube version. I don't, don't, I'm not so sure if they have anything in common to be, (laughs) 
to be honest. I've like <laughs> vaguely watched Call Her Daddy. Couldn't even get into it, but I watched the whole season of this. So, but they they were just total oh, opposites. Amazing chemistry, and they had a fallout because neither of them could communicate respectfully. I think. So. <laughs> Interesting. I know that Trisha has been pissing people off on TikTok. So she has a way. Apparently, at some, she really does. Um, She apparently starts pissing people off because she will like go into like a certain niche, like and pretend to be that niche for like maybe a couple of weeks, and then she'll piss off people within that niche. Like I know she apparently did a video about how she's like a witch now, and like how she like messes with crystals or whatever. And she apparently pissed off all of like witch talk or Wiccan talk. Um, it was like a thing. Yeah. Apparently. Oh, and she's good like, at pissing oh. people off, but I think that's what's so fascinating about her and what I find so wonderfully entertaining is that like, I can't watch somebody super straight laced and boring. I fall asleep. I like that. She's, <sighs> and she's also curious. She's just, she's curious about everything. And I think that her curiosity is g- genuine. Like, I don't think she ever goes into a certain mm. niche with like the intent of disrespecting it. I think she's just sort of clumsy in her approach to things and she dives in head first and she usually fails. And I think that's what's so entertaining about the whole thing. Interesting. You know, she has, which is beautiful. I I wish I were more like that. You know, she's not afraid of failing. She's not afraid of embarrassing herself. She's not afraid of embarrassing somebody else. And she just goes, she's interested in it. She goes head first and she falls on her face sometimes. I really love like how like yeah like how like you're like gung ho for this girl like you're like yeah, yeah I see you like worth and I like it yeah. I know I'm like Angelica do you want to be my friend like can we be friends and you, you know like, I just say you're like I, I don't know her but we're friends yeah and I support her and I think she's one that is so nice that's like well, you that's feel like it. I'm super introverted and I don't have a ton of friends so when I bond with someone as artificial as that kind of relationship is you know then I will defend her no. I love that though. Um, Okay. Mm -hmm. Moving on to our next question. So this is one of our favorites. Um, And just for context, this came about a really long time ago. Alina to this day cracks up that I, I, because I believe I was the one who asked you and Mark this at some point, right? Yes. You were the first person that asked me this question. And then I now use this almost as like an icebreaker, which is maybe weird, but... (laughs) Yeah, but then you I think also it's a good the one, one, and you learn a lot about someone, either the answer or how they react. But you're also the person who came up with the follow up too, which I thought was hilarious. So I wish I did come up with it. I'm going to come clean because I think she may listen to the basic in the brain. I didn't actually come up to the follow up. My friend Eliza, who lives in Sydney, she came up with it, but I brought it to the U.S. Let's put it okay. There. Let's let's okay. Let's I love it. Credit, but okay, okay, go ahead. I love it. Okay. Um, so the question is, after you poop, do you wipe standing or sitting? Sitting 100% all the way. Okay. Have you thought about this before Maddie asked you this question? I, I have to say that I found it hilarious when I, when I saw it on the script. I was like, what, what? <laughs> but pooping is a very <laughs> sacred time for me. Like, wow. There's nothing you're better. Like, I, I, in I'm life than a good like intimacy, shit. but you're like, whoa. You're you're like this is this is very well. Okay, I have some guys going there. I'm like I have I have some guys that will. We obviously can't show scat on camera, but like I have some guys that like to watch me go to the restroom, or that like pay me to fart, or that that have sort of a fetish to watch like a like a relatively good looking girl sit on a toilet. And you know, I think so. So this is 
And when I was a dominatrix, I was a toilet queen. So this doesn't gross me out at all. And I'm wait, 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 what's the toilet? Hold on. What's a toilet queen? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to learn so much. You basically, it's the idea of like turning a man into, into a porcelain potty. You can piece it together in your mind. Wow. I'm learning so much today. I'm so embarrassed. I'm blushing. (laughs) Don't be. Oh my God. No, no. This is a safe space. I just, I'm like putting it together in my head. I'm I'm the ultimate form of worship and, and also, you know, to be. That is so interesting. So I have a question because there was like this whole thing. um, It was on TikTok and it was part of like pop culture for a little bit. I think it even ended up on BuzzFeed, which is like Alina's favorite form of um, news. (laughs) It's her ultimate news source. (laughs) (laughs) I'm very intellectual. New York Times, too many big words. So we just go straight to BuzzFeed. They break it down. It makes sense to me. And I'm like, Maddie, did you hear? And she's like, I think there was a poll on BuzzFeed. I'm like, yeah, that's where I got this information. Got oh, I love it. I love it. You're like, that's how I would know. CNN? No, too many big words. Um, so apparently one of the characters or people, I think she was either a 90 day fiance or she was like married at first sight. One of those, okay. one of those shows. 90 she day started, fiance. It was 90 day fiance. Okay. She started selling her farts. That's Do hilarious. you think, like, is there an actual viable business here? A hundred percent. I mean, I think people make, I don't know what the exact numbers are, but I think people make a living doing that. Yeah, for sure. She said she was making 40000 a month. I, I was going to say probably frightening Fuck numbers. Me. Probably frightening numbers. And that's why when people are poor, I'm always like, oh, come on. You know, at my brokest moment, I was, <laughs> I was, selling, my, I was selling my piss for like $300 a shot. You know, like, let's, let's, let's figure it out a little. <laughs> Wait, hold on, wait, wait. That was like the best quote I have ever heard in my fucking life. When people tell me they're poor, I'm like, come on. I think I have a new like outlook on life. I am so happy that you said that. Oh my God, I'm blushing. Because I agree. I love that you agree. I love that the prude agrees. Or you're not prude, you're just vanilla, right? Is that the... No, she is the prude. She is the prude. It's okay, we can call her that. We'll give her that title. I love it. That's okay. That's okay. Like I said, we're, we're, I'm going to come out of my shell a little bit. As you can see, I'm a little bit in, you know, we still, we still have a lot to go, but, um, oh my God, that's so funny. I know. I'm like, finish your wine No, I totally already. agree with that. Like, get up off, <laughs> wait, excuse me. In the words of Kim K, get up off your ass. What did she say? And, and do shit. Is that what she, she said? Was like, she was like, people don't want to work. And just work. Fuck up off your Keep ass. It. Yeah. Wait, you get the it. fuck up off your ass. I don't remember what she said. Actually, you say it. <laughs> No, I know. I, I mean, really don't know. It was something like that. But anyway, I, I like coming from her. It's annoying. Coming from us, it's fine, right? I yes. actually, I actually don't. I actually don't think it's annoying. Interesting. I so you don't think him having said that was annoying? Tell us more. I think she's one hundred percent correct. And even my sister called me and was like, "Why do people have a problem with this?" Because like on my days when I'm not productive, it's because I've sat on my ass and I've watched TV or I haven't. You know what I mean? Gone through the movements of things. Mm-hmm. And you can say what you want about her, Don't but like, disagree. they should follow her schedule for a day and then they should, and then they should comment, you know? I don't disagree with that at all. I think it's just like coming from her when you think about like, it's just the privilege thing that I think rubs people the wrong way, but I don't disagree. Yeah. That I like, agree. people it's like, need to understand. Plenty, like, there's plenty of privileged people. Shit. 
There's plenty of privileged people who have been handed shit, who are, you know, in and out of mm-hmm. rehab, haven't done anything with their life. So I that think there's, there's a huge testament to like, and probably actually percentage wise, if you were to look at it, the, the people that are successful that come from super wealthy families, it's probably smaller than you might think that actually do something yes. with that, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't no, know. I can understand that. I think it's Angelica hard with the hot take. I know. Ah, I love this. I love it. Um, we, lo- we need this. Are, are we going to become a tripod? Is that what's happening? I'm like, but is she right? I'm like, but is, is she right? I think she's right. I think she's right. Okay. I All right. Love this. Um, okay. So follow up to the poop question, going mm-hmm. back to this. Um, do you scrunch up your toilet paper or fold it neatly? I'm not conservative. I'm a, like, I grab a big ball of it. I scrunch it up. Okay. And I'm fussy about my toilet paper. I love to be extra plush. Interesting. And I light Wait, a candle. Brand? I use Charmin. Or the one with the Same. puppy. Or the, one, or the one with the soft. puppy dog. Or the one with the puppy dog. Is that the... I think that's soft. I can't remember the name of it. I'm going to Google it. Cotton so is it no. like the blue packaging with Charmin? Or is it red packaging with Charmin? Just any of them. Any of them. Okay. okay. Just as long as it's not a two-ply. No. <laughs> <laughs> we work hard for our toilet paper. I'd rather, I'd rather use much. a tongue. No. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> wait, wait, hold on. Sorry. On that note, have you ever tried a tushy? No. Okay. Like a bidet? A tushy is basically like yes, a poor man's bidet because it's not an actual bidet. It's just like a little one that you install. And my it's, ex, it's a my ex lover has that. Yes, I've used it. They're like the dinky think? little plastic things, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we have them because I don't have a real bidet, but I want a Toto. But until that day comes, we, yeah. can, we can't risk doing anything else. This hoopty house. Um, <laughs> until that day comes, we had the little dinky one, and it's like it's freezing cold. It hurts oh, if no. you like are not careful. But I'm really into it. Like I'm down with the Europeans. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Okay. We, uh, I grew up with bidets because being Afro-Arab, like it is very commonly used in our households. Um, yeah. And I ended up buying my mom for Christmas the tushy. And I was like asking my little brother, I was like, yeah. yeah. And by the way, shout out to Ami. Like he listens to our podcast, of course. He does our social media. But um, he's going to hear this and be like, Maddie, why would you do this to me? But, um, <laughs> he, you know, he. I was asking him, I was like, you know, how was it? He was like... Yeah, it's really sensitive. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, the dial? He's like, uh, you know, it's, uh, I was like, you know, I want a little bit more pressure. And I turned it. And uh, let's just say we got really intimate. (laughs) Oh, no. No, that's, okay, I'm glad I'm not the only one. Because the first time I used it, I was not ready. So I was like turning it. And I literally felt like. There was like a drill going up my asshole, and I was not ready for it. And it was Did you freezing have to cold. Push out some water? Like, was it that bad? Yeah, that has happened. A couple <laughs> Sorry, of it was a force. I'm not gonna lie because it's like so intense. It's like, <laughs> and I don't know how it finds the exact spot every time. I'm oh, very that's impressed phenomenal. about that. I might need one but, of these um, things. It's the best way to prepare for anal. It sounds. It's better than manually having to shove something up there. I feel like Angelica probably wouldn't have as much discomfort. I would absolutely love that. I don't know if we're there yet. I don't know if we're like... Relax, embrace it, push it out. 
I'm going to buy one. I wrote it down. <laughs> so is that like douching? Is that like douching? I, I don't douche my vagina, but I douche my asshole at least twice a yeah. month. I do something very intensive. Wait, so like douching like for your ass is like an enema, right? Yeah. And when I would do it before um, like a porn shooting or something, I would empty out the bottle unless they had like a hose hookup in the shower. And then I would just do it with the, the shower hookup like a nozzle with like water that comes out. But otherwise you would do it with just an average enema that you can buy at like target and you empty out the liquid because the liquid will make you just, which is nice to do as well if you have the time, but not if you're going to get fucked and you, you pour (laughs) out this solution and you fill it up with water and you do it like maybe three or four times. Interesting. And you will feel like you can conquer the world. There's no fresher feeling in the planet than a completely cleaned out colon, I have to say. Um, so I've done a colonic before. Did you I've done love it? Actually it? Twice. Fucking love it. It is like, it's uncomfortable at first, especially if you're like not used to it. Um, but I feel like there's this surgence now where a lot of people are like, oh, gut health is important. Like oh. I should definitely partake in some of these things. Mm-hmm. I've heard of people doing coffee enemas, tea enemas. I don't think uh, that's healthy. A coffee so one. There's actually, like, there's actually like various viewpoints on this, and there's some studies. Well, actually, there isn't much studies on the subject matter. You're like, no. But um, <laughs> there's a thing called the Gerson Gerson Institute and Gerson Therapy, and coffee enemas are actually part of the therapy, and the therapy is specific for cancer patients. Oh. Um, and it helps activate something within the colon, a specific nerve or specific whatever it is, um, to help the body with detoxing. And so I know some people who actually do it. And I was like, should I do it? Should I just try it? You should try it. And we can talk about it. Oh, my God. Maybe. Yeah. But I also know some people who do it with chamomile tea, for example. Alina's face right now. I just, I can't. You should do a YouTube. (laughs) This is my bedtime routine. (laughs) My bedtime routine. You're shooting fucking chamomile in your bottom. Well, isn't that like a way? Don't people like put like drugs and like alcohol up their asshole because it gets like into your blood system a lot faster and that's how a lot of people die oh no i mean I yeah know. that would make sense Guys, that would make the sense membrane, yeah. i think also tea bags on your butthole if you have like a an, an allergy like a hemorrhoid yeah an inflamed situation yeah yeah <laughs> i've heard that okay is anal bleaching a real thing i've do never i've never done it but i use studio fix plus on my puss and my asshole before I can, I just do a quick little powder. What's that? It's like the Mac oh. um, powder and I have a big fluffy brush that I wash oh. regularly, but it's actually great. Cause like in between waxing, if I have a little fur, it'll make me look like totally clean with the lighting on the camera, even if there's hair. So I just, oh. so this I've never, so many I've never things. bleached my asshole, but, um, Guys, we're about to make this go viral. You know how TikTok makes everything go viral? We're about to make Max Studio Fix go viral. Um, If you want to look clean, you're in between waxes. Angelica says it works. Um, Wait, this is... On camera. (laughs) On camera, it looks... In real life, I guess it looks better, too. Oh. I'm literally adding... I do this this before dates. This is amazing. 
I, I just feel like this is like such a plethora of information. Um, Alina's learning so much right now. I'm learning. I feel like our listeners are going to be learning some great things today. Um, Mom, please, earmuffs. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. I'm like, I Mom, you mom should be listening. How do you think text me? is like, I learned so much from your podcast. What if she's like, I can't wait, Alina. I just bought my Mac Studio fix. I'm going to Oh God! Oh, no. I gotta go. Be, That's just, it. Just be like, don't worry, she's not coming back. I'm like, don't worry. No. <laughs> what do you mean? We're a tripod now. She's gonna be like, oh, so what are you? My mom is gonna like plan a trip to LA during the time. That you're- oh, I would love to meet her. Oh my goodness, she's gonna just keep me. <laughs> I think that would be really funny. Um, okay, so one more question. Yeah, and I feel like this is gonna be very fun. Um, so given today's topic, you know, we're going to be talking about Pamela Anderson, celebrity sex tapes, and overall the evolution of porn. Um, I figured we, you know, we could add a little bit more of an adult themed question, even though I I really feel like we've been pretty adult throughout all of this. I know. I apologize. Which I love and I'm here for. Do not apologize (laughs) at all. This is safe space. We want authentic Angelica here at all times. Um, so I want to squirm. Like I'm going to continue to squirm. And I think that that's like the point. For yeah, me. yeah. I mean, I kind of intentionally wanted to do this podcast because <laughs> I feel like I'm pretty neutral when it comes to like sex stuff. I'm actually like quite open and like, yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, Alina, you would think I'm like the more quiet one when it comes to sex, and Alina's the more wild one, just because she seems to be the more wild one. But you do. I, I feel like I intentionally <laughs> want to do this to make her squirm a little bit, just a tiny bit. Oh, yeah. But I love you. Oh, I love it. Oh, <laughs> I love Maddie it. was like, "I'm gonna take you to a sex store." I was like, "Yes." I just what went. I'm gonna do. Like, I just went to one. Can I show you this prize? Oh, she's showing us real time. New. Oh my God. What did you buy? I'm sorry. I couldn't is, leave. I couldn't leave the store without this. Is that an, an apron? apron? It's an apron for a barbecue <laughs> or just an average barbecue. That is amazing. I just, but look at the hair. I could not live without this. It's an apron. Anyway. I just got this at a sex store. And I got Wait, a, really a, a my little pony butt plug. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> I Wait. love everything about this. And it matches Wait, my hair. That? And these are booze bags for your breasts. Wait till what you see it. You're going to die laughing. Those are booze bags. Like you put alcohol in them and you put them in your bra. Oh, yeah. This is like for when you go to concerts and stuff like that, right? My oh. little pony. Oh my god! Wait, so that's oh a butt plug, and so, so like, it's like you a t- get like the horse tail. <gasps> is it the cutest Guys, thing? It took me a lot longer to get there than it should. Have. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it the cutest thing? Anyway. Oh my god! And it matches your hair. Like that is I so know, amazing. That was the that was the idea. Oh, that is so cool. Wait. Okay, we'll we'll take a trip. I feel like we should do it together. When Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hundred percent. We're gonna be like this. I'm gonna be like. Oh, no. I'm just so scared of the world. Okay. I've well, only been to on a sex store twice, though, in my whole life, by the way, I'd like to say. Wait, so do you buy your products online? I do. Okay. So that's probably what it is. Yeah. So, uh, you know, when I was talking to Alina about, like, sex toys and going to a sex store and all of that, she was like, wait, what? You guys have sex toys? And I was like, yeah, totally. Like, don't you guys you don't have, have wait, sex you, toys? Wait, do you have any? Tell the truth. 
No. Tell me. Do you not feel so bad for me? Okay. So, <laughs> let, okay. Let me tell you what happened. So one time, um, Mark and I were actually getting ready to like jump on the train to go meet everyone from our team Okay. when we all worked together for dinner or drinks or something. And like someone, this is awful. I think someone either drove their car onto the train track or like they, something happened. Oh, no. So we could not get a train to the city. And the traffic was so bad we couldn't take an Uber. Oh, so we ended up this. like getting stuck in Palo Alto. And we're like, well, what do we do now? And so we wound up at a sex store and we bought a cock ring with some stupid game and like lube or something. Okay. I got to be honest. I think we used the lube once and we we're like, eh, you know, like fine, but not necessarily necessary. Yeah. Could, we were like a little bit intimidated by the cock ring. I was, I think. And then the game was just fucking dumb. So anyway, I, I thought I was texting like... My friends like Maddie, Scott, Allie to say like, hey guys, hope you're having fun at dinner. Like we were just at a sex store, bought some cock, a cock ring and lube. I texted my entire team. Do you remember this, Maddie? I do remember this, yes. My entire team. And I was like. <laughs> Wait, what do you do for a living? Wait, what do you do for a living? Sorry. I'm in HR. Oh. Yeah. So like literally she texted that to the group thread and I, I think no, I, it was me that I ended up sending know. you a one-off text I'm message and I was like, did you mean to text that to everyone? Wait, and you're like, wait, what? Worst. And you were like, <gasps> oh, that's so maybe that's why. Maybe it was like tainted. I can't. I, I oh my goodness. I can't even tell you where it is now. You're traumatized. It, but have you used a vibrator? <laughs> I have like years ago. Like what, explain it. What did it look like? Was it a toothbrush? No. It was pink and sparkly. Okay. <laughs> it was pink and sparkly. Actually, my mom, my mom like packed me up w- one day from college and it was in my dorm and she found it and I was like sleeping. Oh, no. And then I woke up and she was like holding it from my face and I was like. Was she upset? That's not mine. <laughs> I would have been like, it's better that I'm using this than some disgusting college boy. <laughs> See, like this, like hello, this this doesn't have this doesn't have STDs. This can't get me pregnant. This can't break my heart and fuck up my life for four months. Have a nice day. Oh my god! Snaps to all of that. Like that was perfect. I know, Angelica. I'm just literally gonna like be like, we're gonna have like head pieces like walkie talkies. What do I do? What is it? How do I react? Wait, no. Honestly, that's a really good perspective on that. Um, but I was like mortified. You know, I was like 18, 19. So I think you're right. I think I'm traumatized. Yeah. We just need to we like make to it a good experience. That. I'm going to buy you a vibrator. <laughs> okay. Well, on that Speaking note, of vibrators, yeah. what is your fave sex toy right now that's on the market? Oh, it's stuck. Strong suction cup. So this is my favorite sex toy it's a it's a liquid silicone dildo it was supposed to have foreskin but it gets it's 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 weird but it's super squishy and it's a really incredibly unusual shape i got this from etsy and it just has the squishiest ball and it's so they sell this on etsy and because it's smaller and then gets larger it, it doesn't hurt your vagina like a lot of dildos hurt your vagina hurt your throat i can come I do it the opposite direction than it naturally would be. So you can kind of like gently rub your clitoris on the balls. In and so that on would be top. like reverse cowgirl. Yeah. I don't know what that would. Yeah, I guess kind that of. would be. That would be. Yeah. But it's just, this is the most amazing sex toy. I prefer a more natural so, form of masturbation. 
But obviously, like, mm. for my job, I use, like, this every single day because this is tip activated. looks like it has a little dry cum there. And it's... And... <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's a vibrator that's tip activated. So I use this, like, every single day while I'm camming. I actually usually place it on my clitoris and my panties. And I, I while I enjoy a, a vibration, and it's, it's really exciting to have somebody control your orgasm and your stimulation... My favorite mm-hmm. sex toy is my fingers. This one's amazing as well. This has like a, a something Wait. on your clitoris, which is quite nice. Interesting. Wow. So I see that you have like your little um, drawer of secrets. I over do. There. I'm sorry. It's like, I don't think they're secrets. <laughs> <laughs> it's a secret Wait, drawer. I, I think it. it's I just the a, drawer. <laughs> I have a, oh wait, I moved it too far. Sorry. Oh, but was like, you have a closet? I, is it? I do. I, I have a, this whole dresser. Oh, I just love it. Oh my God. I love um, the aesthetic, by the way. Sorry. For the record. Very into it. Um, wait, I literally was like, wait, oh, there's a there's a closet. I'm yeah. Like, <laughs> this is wait. Okay. So really Our quickly, to go tell. back to what you were saying before um, about like natural, or I guess like using your hands, right? Your fingers, instead of a toy, do you prefer masturbating or like having sex or with a partner? I don't know. What's the appropriate term? I would prefer like masturbating. Oh, interesting. Unless it's with Toma and even then it feels like masturbating because I think when you've been with somebody, when you've been having sex with someone for a decade, it's essentially almost like you become to a point where you're like masturbating using their body. I don't think about him half the time. I've got like my head to the side. You've got, I've got all these wonderful fantasies going on in my mind. And you're just so familiar with the body that it's essentially a toy, you know? That is a very poetic and beautiful way of saying it. <laughs> Chuck, I love it. I'm sorry. It's so beautiful. I'm like, I'm going to go tell Mark that. I'm like, Mark, so you're my toy now. It's like we're one. Huh? I know. We're, we are one. It's true. You do. He would literally drop dead. He'd be like, what? <laughs> no more starfish? <laughs> but I, I recently learned how to come on my back and it's been the greatest thing ever. And it was the first Wait. I couldn't come on my back until very recently. I think I, I came maybe twice on my back and it was a porn star. A gay porn star actually made me come on my back for the first time in my life. And Alina's losing it right now. <laughs> Guys, we're going off script. Sorry, By the way, sorry. fuck the script. Here we're we done. No, 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 no. Don't apologize. <laughs> I, I just like, okay, is that is that common? Like a gay porn star? Wait, was he gay or was he bi? I would assume bisexual. Oh, bisexual. Oh, okay. but he but he's he like typically the industry. Yeah, only only gay. I okay. think he only did gay. Okay, I think interesting. Sorry, I cut you off. No. I'm listening. I'm listening. <laughs> I'm just like, whoa. I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm literally so naive and prude and vanilla that I'm just like, wait, what do you mean? Like, gay guys. I don't, don't see just, it. Like, like, I, like, I, I feel like there's like so... <laughs> I think I need to come to set is what I'm saying. I feel like I need to like understand the ins and outs because I, it, like, I literally have no... I, I, I feel like such a loser right now. You're not a loser. 
No. You're just being exposed to a completely so new perspective, a new way of life, <laughs> okay. and now you'll have the knowledge. And okay. then you can decide how much of it you want to incorporate in your own life. Become well, a porn a star with together. Mark. I'm sure he would be very happy. Oh, I, I didn't yes. cut it as a porn star, by the way. I mean, so I'm the loser. I'm, I'm the loser. Stop. No. You had a very you, successful career and continue to be successful. I'm really as a good. King I'm girl. really good at fucking myself. I'm really good at like intimate connections with people online, which I think is is why I I feel like I am a good cam model and I have such beautiful relationships. But online, they're essentially like mm-hmm. monogamous relationships. It's much more vanilla than I think people realize. I mean, you might be shoving a San Pellegrino bottle up your ass, but it's an intimate one on one connection. <laughs> versus like being being filmed by like a bunch of people in this awkward setting with the director and stuff and that makes sense yeah it's, it's yeah yeah it's much more well, intimate. I think that's like one of the things about porn right it's like I guess m- one of my questions or one of the questions that Alina had asked me mm-hmm. earlier is in order to be like oh is this okay if I ask it um and Alina feel free to ask it I'm sorry I'm kind of taking this away from it? you but <laughs> is it what kind it? of porn do you watch yeah Okay. I was like, what oh. kind of porn do you watch? Like, or, or do you even watch it? Yeah. I was going to say, because, because like, considering how the industry is and how much backlash there's been around how toxic the industry can be yeah. in regards to people developing their own connection with sexuality, with people developing intimacy with others in regards to sexuality, <laughs> like considering how long you've been in this like adult entertainment field, like, do you, do you have porn that you watch? Do you find it enjoyable or do you think like, nah, this isn't my thing? I absolutely love porn. And I think that if you do it in a healthy and a consensual way, there's nothing toxic about forming a sexual relationship with yourself, no matter what platform you seek out. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think that like there needs to be more education in that so that it isn't something toxic. Um, but, Mm. but I do, but I, I love porn. I, and I, I didn't always love porn. I used to really enjoy going, I kind of stumbled upon like live porn sessions. I guess I never really needed to watch it for a long time because I was doing in-person live sessions as a dominatrix. And Mm. so it was, I was sort of like living porn in a way. And I was, you know, coming so much that I didn't want to do it independently. You know, I mean, I think when you make money doing something, like a lot of times I'm like, well, I'll just masturbate online because I'll get money for it. Why would I do it by myself? Mm -hmm. Um, I started feeling the same way about going to the bathroom, by the way. (laughs) But I think, but I think that, but but I I absolutely love porn. And my, my favorite kind of porn, I think to answer your question is I either like um, cartoon porn like the real crazy, really? crazy stuff where there's like some goddess with like massive breasts and a big ass and like a huge horse cock. And she's like fucking some submissive blonde, like tiny little thing. And she's sort of like a she demon creature. And she's just <laughs> cream pieing this tiny, like weak little thing just, and it's like flooding out like an ocean, you know, like I love like, di- like really disgusting stuff like that. Or I'm losing it at Alina's face know, right now. Sorry. Look at her face. <laughs> <laughs> Trying Wait. to follow? No, but she yeah. comes, she comes Horse back cock. crawling. Flood. She comes back crawling after being completely annihilated and this monster's already came everywhere. And she's just like like this little slave girl and she like picks up this massive dick with like all her might and she's like like just sucking it to get it hard again, but she's just like this little slave girl who's just been completely demolished, you know? 
Wait, wait, wait. Is this like, so when you talk about cartoon porn, do you mean like. I don't know what this is called, but I love it. Like anime? Anime cartoon porn? Like the hentai? Yeah, that's exactly what it's. Yeah, that's exactly what I like. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Oh God, Angelica. Now, now Mark is going to be like. I'm sorry. I don't know if I can ever introduce you to Mark because I don't know if he's going to be able to like be in your. No, I'm. In person. I don't. I like, like, I am not. I'm not this in real life. I'm not this. Am I? Oh no! I mean, because I think he like I know he loves anime. That's what I. That's where I'm going with that. Oh like, no! Really? Like, he's gonna be so awkward. I'm like, I, you please don't no, make my new friend uncomfortable. This is he probably watching. Probably does. Watching. Oh no no no! Mark has. I, I kid you not. You would look great in like, one of the costumes, by the way. It would really suit oh, you. Oh my god! Okay, wait, wait. Maybe that's what I buy. At, yes. the, at the store. Oh my god. Okay. Oh my god. Yes. I wanted, we have I to do this. Yeah. We have a plan. Yeah. We'll do like the like um like Little, the Sailor Moon outfit. I like and we'll we'll start off with that. I like all of it. But I don't think I don't know if that would suit her, but we can find something wonderful. We will. Angelica, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I have a quick question for yeah. you because or actually more like a context for you regarding Mark. Um he has <laughs> a Pornhub account and he has it lo- he literally is like logged in to all of their devices at home and oh. there have been countless sessions where he will put something on with guests available and be like, "Look guys, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. We have actually watched porn in the metaverse like in VR with Mark." I have video proof. Oh God, God, God bless Mark. I, oh, with your, <laughs> with your Oculus. Is that what you're insinuating by going like this? Yes. I've, yep. I've ne- yep. I have mm-hmm. never done that. And I would like to be a part of the next journey. Yes. Come on over. April. We'll take you to Lena on Mark. Oh, in come April. on over in April. We got you. Don't think this is, this is going to be an experience. Don't think I won't. <laughs> She's like putting in her phone. She's like, I'm like, let me write this down. Um, wait, wait, no. Actually, though, Pornhub was removed from like the app store, so apparently they're not on our televisions anymore. Mar- we're, there, there's a lot of disappointment around. Oh, that's har- that's <laughs> that's just heartbreaking. Okay, poor, poor Mark. Poor Mark. Um. Okay, wait. So, do you like anime or or I have a fetish or for yes. watching. I like watching men masturbate, which is actually perfect for my job because I get off on just watching men in this sort of perverted, like, like stupid, oh, just mindless, like very animalistic, just like, eh, like they can't, do you know what I mean? I just absolutely cannot get enough. And I, I, I'm watching a compilation of this guy. It's like two fit fun or two fit something. I don't know. And he just masturbates and there's like these compilations of him, like fucking sex dolls or like, or like not t- tying a vibrator to his dick and just like gently humping his bed. And I love like the, the ones my favorite are like when he doesn't, he just drives himself so insane, like with not allowing himself to like properly jack off. So he just like rubs his dick on stuff like pillows and like the bed and then he like orgasm. Wow. And it's just, oh. do you think that part of that comes from like your Dom background? Or like, oh, I don't, you got into I just it. don't know. <laughs> oh, are we about to psychoanalyze the shit out of our case right now? Is that what we're doing? I'm not usually the one psychoanalyzing people. I'm usually the one who's like, what do you mean? I'm not a secure attachment type. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just curious as to like, I don't know. Could, is that correlated to you? Like, could that be correlated? Right? Because like the Dom, isn't that no, part of it where true. like, I mean, you, there was, they can't do. Yeah, there was a lot of like tease and denial which I don't think was necessarily mm-hmm. my specialty to be honest, because I usually get mm. so turned on in sessions like that, that it's difficult for me to deny somebody. 
because I'm just genuinely so turned on by it that it's hard for me. So I'm not, that's not even a fetish I'm particularly good at, but, um, but yeah, I do enjoy it. (laughs) I like it done to me. (laughs) (laughs) I, I'm like, okay. This Alina's is, mind is being blown as we speak. What about you guys? What's, your, what's your favorite sex toy? I'm just soaking it in. Yours is Mark. Does he, is it a hundred percent cum rate with him that you don't need to masturbate privately or it's just fingers uh, for you? I would you? say more often than not. Yeah. Okay. I don't know the percentage. I'm like, what's the percentage? Um, I, I, I know my percentage. And I don't know how people feel about this. <laughs> I'm just praying to God. My what? <laughs> No, um, no, I, I, I would say I generally get off. That sounds so gross. I get off. Um, I'm trying to like make it sound like it's literally something that every single human being on this planet. That's true. No, 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 no. The way I'm saying it, I'm like, just, I feel like come and when I'm like, I get off. I'm trying to like make it like dainty. Um, no, I usually, like oral stimulation is how I. Oh, I love that. I've never, came, I've <laughs> never off. came from getting hugged before, so that fascinates me. Are you serious? Yeah, really? Never. Never. I'm like actually very shocked. And I've by slept this. with girls. I Wait, mean, seriously, I, never, never, never. I will. Cu- I would. I would come on me. someone's leg before I would come in their mouth. I don't what? know why. Yeah. Like, like, that's so okay. 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 To each their own. To each their I, own. Uh, I guess. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, is that so interesting? So you've never tried one of those wow. oral. So we need to get you one of those toys that basically has a focus on the clitoris that is very similar to oral stimulation. I was gonna. Oh buy, I was gonna. I was. I was gonna buy one of those. There's like there is like a um. Oh God! It's called the um the Britney Spears song, Womanizer. Hit me, baby, one more time. It's called the womanizer. The womanizer, the womanizer. Yeah, like, and it's an oral set. We're gonna buy it for you too. Yeah. <laughs> I already have one. You don't need to buy one it? for me, Angelica. I have Julia Roberts and Pretty Woman with you like. Have, yeah, I have one. Do you, how often mm-hmm. do you orgasm with this toy? Uh, solo, all the time. Or do you, can you use that in combo? Um, so I don't really use it in combo. No. Um, I, so we have a couple of devices. Okay. One, we have the magic wand, of course. I have that. I feel like that's a staple. I'm going to Google these things. That's that talk, one, so that one, the magic wand, that's like the classic Hitachi. Exactly. That is like a staple. Um, and then I have the, so like it came as part of a package. It, I think it's the one that you have, like the pink one where it's like double-sided. So it like vibrates on yeah. the clip, but also is internal. Uh-huh. So we have that, and then we have the womanizer, which is just the oral, the oral stimulator. So I use that one solo. Okay. Um, and then when Pierre and I are together, sometimes we'll we'll like you know go between the Hitachi and the the other one. Oh, interesting. Wait, hold on. Yeah, the magic wand, which looks like it came from 1994. I wouldn't recommend it, by the way. I have oh. burned. That's Why? expensive. I have burned the f out of my clitoris. I have like literally burned my clitoris because well, I mean I would use it a lot more than you would, right? But I actually felt like a massive desensitization in my pussy, like just using that one's almost too strong, and it's not like I feel like it's not a thick yeah. enough separation between like the skin and the the intensity of the vibration. And I they use those on like yeah. porn sites. It was like the first time I ever squirted was was with one of those on public disgrace 
but but I don't actually I don't actually like it. I use like the Lilo because it's like thicker. So I'm just saying for her because she's like so sensitive to she doesn't use sex toys. I'm saying that's a pretty like intense one to jump yeah. in with. But it is amazing. It is like oh, no 100%. feeling you've ever felt before. But it's like like it's like a yeah. Like you'll look, you'll look like you just got like stuck your finger in an electric socket. <laughs> I'm just like picturing this in my head. <laughs> but it can hurt you, so be careful. I'm all <laughs> be careful. Yes. Oh my god. Um, oh, the Lilo. That looks like that's a small. The Lilo. It's oh wait, huge. no, there's multiple. It's cute. Do you want to see it? If I can find it. <laughs> No, I was just Googling it. I think I found like, a pocket one. I just spilled some dildos. Oh, I've seen this. But yes. it's like this. But it's like thicker than the... It's like much thicker than the... Um, yeah. So it doesn't burn you. Mm, that I is feel that. So anytime huge. I do use the magic wand, it has to be like... On like the lowest the setting possible. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Oh, you do the lowest setting? Yeah. I don't. I don't think I've ever gone above like the first two settings. Oh, I want you to try. It's like me with the tushy. I want you to do it now. (laughs) Wait, you want me to go all the way to the end and like die? Yeah. Is that what you want? She wants you to burn your clit. Just one time for me. (laughs) Just one time. I'm like, Pierre, we're doing this for Angelica. Just one time. (laughs) Oh God, this conversation has really just gone off the deep end and I'm here for it. Okay, we're moving. No, no, no. No, I love it. There's literally no need to apologize. Um, um, shall we get into today's topic? Absolutely. I'm just going to okay. fix my life. So Fine. for our listeners, 56 minutes. In. Sorry. That's my fault. No. I mean, do not ever apologize on this podcast, Angelica. Like we are here for it. These are the questions we wanted answered. You have brought us like so many great insights. Um, I think for today, it's good just to give context to our listeners that, you know, we want to talk about Pamela Anderson, celebrity sex tapes, and sort of the evolution of, I think, the adult entertainment industry. Um, And for context here, I have been spending way too much time watching Hulu's new show, Pam and Tommy, which is based off of Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee's whirlwind romance and unfortunate sex tape leak. Um, so I'm officially all caught up and I know it's a dramatization, but it's, it's kind of a little bit of a heartbreaking story for me. Um, because I think they do a really good job of bringing compassion and empathy to Pamela Anderson's experience throughout all of this, because as we all know, she was like the ultimate sex symbol in the nineties. Um, I mean, who doesn't remember her running on a beach with that beautiful red bathing suit, um, her and playboy, et cetera, et cetera. Like she was the ultimate sex symbol. Um, I'm kind of curious, have either of you watched the show? No, and I'm not planning not. on it. Okay. Okay. Uh, oh, okay. So you're one of those. I might be. <laughs> what does that mean? Those are fighting words. Yeah. Oh, there's a whole there's a whole debacle right now around Pamela Anderson and this show because they didn't get permission from her to tell her story. Um, and so there's a very big percentage, or I would say like a good percentage of folks who are very adamant about like, I'm not going to bother to watch this. Um, but Angelica, I'll let you speak to why it is that you're not, you're not, you're like, nope, I'm not watching this. I mean, I just think morally it goes against almost everything I believe in as a woman. And I think that to subject Mm. a woman who essentially felt violated, which is, I think in my mind to, to rob somebody and to take Mm -hmm 
such an intimate moment that was shared between her and somebody she loved that was like, you know, locked up in a safe to steal that is a crime to show the entire world one of the most intimate acts that any human being could do, regardless of being a sex symbol. I think even regardless of if she'd done porn before, which she had not, you know, we Mm. are allowed to say what's consensual for our bodies. And I think it's the most, it's essentially they raped her. I'm sorry, I hate to say it, but they did. Like to, to put that out into the world for every single person all over to see, it's the most disgusting and degrading thing you can do to a woman. And I, I, mm-hmm. I just don't know if I could get any pleasure from watching a show that could put somebody who's gone through so much through that again, you know? Yeah, it's I completely so hear gross. you. <laughs> so gross. I think what's interesting, though, is A, I recently read that Pamela Anderson is actually getting a Netflix documentary now speaking about this, given sort of the hype of this Hulu show, which I think is awesome that they're giving her a venue in which to speak and, you know, give her voice. Oh, totally. I think also the other interesting thing about this show is, yes, I do agree that it is a violation. When I found out that she hadn't known, there was a part of me that wanted to like protest this show. But I also think they do a really good job of showcasing it from her perspective and making her seem more human and actually removing her from that like sex symbol status because within the show itself, it showcases her struggle with she wanted to be more. She wanted to like, you know, get an Oscar. She wanted to get more serious with the roles she was given. She wanted more for herself, um, even though she knew that the way that society viewed her was as a sex symbol. And I think it provides a lot of compassion and humanity around her experience. Um, But I do agree with you. It is probably like traumatizing as fuck right now to know but that I think also that to move forward now. and doing this sorry interrupted you but to do this without consent no, let's no. be honest they're not doing this to shed light on what an amazing woman she is or to they're not doing this so yeah. that people feel more compassion for her they're doing this for money like let's make no mistake that they're 100%. doing this to exploit something horrible that happened to her to make money and the fact that maybe yeah. they did it in an artistic and in a caring and in a sort of empathetic way, I think that's beautiful, and that's and that's how it should that's how it should be done. But you know, I mean, it's about money. No. <laughs> about money. I agree wholeheartedly. I don't know. Um, I think. Just to give context to our, our listeners who may not have, you know, watched the show or may not know about, you know, Pamela Anderson and her experience, um, you know, she married Tommy Lee, who was a drummer on Motley Crue. Um, they were getting their house renovated. And apparently a disgruntled worker that Tommy had jilted um, by the name of Rand Gauthier or Gauthier, can't, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Um, he is the villain, so we don't give a fuck about how to pronounce his name. Let's be real. <laughs> He essentially wanted revenge on Tommy. And so in 1995, he stole a safe from their house. And within that safe was a very intimate home video. Um, To add fuel to the flame of this whole story, Rand had been in the porn industry or the adult entertainment industry. um, And he had the right contacts to kind of make money off of this thing. And where in my perspective, things really got interesting or unique about this particular situation was they decided to use the internet to sell the tapes. And this was also around the time where the internet was just kind of having its kickoff point. When we think of the internet in the 90s, we think of AOL and the whole... <laughs> <laughs> you remember that? Yeah. Um, 
remember that? Yeah. Um, and so, of course, right? Like, I feel like everybody in the 90s, like, we all remember that. Um, so there was, of course, legal drama galore about this whole thing. Uh, but to sum it up, you know, Lee said in an interview that their lawyers and managers advised them that the best way to minimize the damages was to sign a contract saying that since the company essentially had them by the balls at the time, that they could reluctantly allow a one-time webcast so long as they didn't sell, copy, trade, or rebroadcast it. Um, and, you know, Pamela and Tommy at the time thought, like, the internet wasn't going to be a major thing, right, considering what it was. Nobody really knew what the internet was going to become, right? Essentially, like ease of access to information. Now we live in the day and age where it's like, be careful what you put on the internet, right? Because it's going to be there and haunt you forever. Um, so they thought that they won, but that hardly anyone would see the video on the internet and that they'd be able to get the tape back. But unfortunately, that didn't happen. And within two years, the tape became like quote unquote viral and estimated to have sales topped at $77 million. And considering, um, you know, the rising costs of things and inflation, I'm sure that that is a lot more in today's day and age. (laughs) I feel like I vaguely remember this happening, but that's a lie. I was like six. There's no way I remember this happening. But I feel like before I was like, I don't know, 20, right? I had definitely heard about this. And I feel like it. it's funny because you don't think about this as being one of the first sex tapes. You think of, I think Paris Hilton mm. being one of the first sex tapes to be leaked. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, $77 million in $1995. That's, let's look. Alina's all about the money. (laughs) No, no, no. I just think like it it goes to show, right? Like um, today's dollars. Sorry. Has anyone watched it though? 143. Oh, sorry. That's $77. Hmm? Has anyone watched the sex tape? Do you have any guilty parties? Have you? I have not. I'm curious though. I haven't, but I heard that Tommy's dick is huge. It's, oh. Yeah. Okay, sorry, wait. Seventy seven million in nineteen ninety five is equivalent to about hundred and forty two million today. God. Do you guys I'm under the impression that a lot of money back then. they didn't really make any money off of it though. Like after the cost of lawyers and everything like that. Did you do you guys have actual facts on that? Yeah. So they I think they basically um signed an agreement that they would get paid like $742,000. Like it was pennies in comparison based on what they could yeah. have gotten in comparison to how much money was actually made off of this thing. Wow. Um, yeah, it was a joke. And it was just because they didn't know what the internet was going to, I mean, nobody can fault them, right? Like nobody knew what the internet was going to become in the nineties. Yeah. Um, but I think it's so interesting because this is like the first time that we're seeing a celebrity sex tape on the internet. You know what I mean? Like it was like the turn of the century when things were starting to change and ramp up from a technological advancement perspective. Um, and like, this is like the first intersection of like sex and, you know, celebrity and, you know, adult entertainment. Yeah. Whoa. This is why I find it so interesting because like people don't realize like how important this story actually is um, in regards to how the adult entertainment industry came to be. Oh, totally. And it completely started like amateur porn and more like homemade, more homemade videos mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah. I mean, okay. So 
thinking about that, right, in the context of today and how the internet is literally, I get my news from BuzzFeed (laughs) and Instagram. Um, But I also think that like it's enabled us to move really quickly. Like the news cycle, I, I don't know the specific statistics, but I imagine the news cycle went from being like maybe one month, couple weeks, a month, whatever it is, to like, I feel like it's almost like snippets, right? Of like what we're experiencing mm-hmm. um, in the, you know, 20, 30 years since then. Like, do you feel like this wouldn't have had like the sensational, like, oh my God, this is the biggest thing ever for, you know, long enough to really impact that? Because I feel like Pamela Anderson, like her career, their relationship, I feel like kind of like fell apart after this. Her mm-hmm. career didn't necessarily, you know, didn't take off the way she maybe thought it would. Um, do you feel like if this were to happen today, like when was the last sex tape? Was it Kim? So that's actually the wild thing about all of this is so, okay. So a, I'll like talk about my perspective about the internet and the effect of it in regards to our attention. So as we know, the compounded effect of the internet and the ease of access of information nowadays and how internet and social media has essentially, I think like degraded our attention span as a like collective society collective conscious consciousness according to research our attention span keeps decreasing so in 2000 they did a study and they found that the average attention span was about 12 seconds and then in 2015 they redid the study and this was the most recent one so like considering that we're now in 2022 and considering the rise of tiktok and you know how social media has really sort of like upped and pushed into lesser time i'm sure that this has decreased even more so but um, back in 2015, it dropped to 8.5 seconds, right? Like I'm sure it's gotten worse. And I mean, by all means, like even me now, I'm very much like, I feel like I'm the dog and up in the Pixar movie where I'm like, squirrel, 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 like all the time. And I think it has something to do with the fact that I'm on TikTok all the fucking time. But, um, <laughs> I feel like as we move on in society, like we think about the two big ones, like for, I remember Paris Hilton and I remember Kim Kardashian, but I found, I never realized how many celebrity sex tapes there are out there. And I feel like as you get more into like recent years, you'll slightly hear about it, but it's to your point, like given the news cycle, it'll be like a day, two days, maybe a week where we'll hear about it, but then it completely disappears. Like I had no idea Usher had one or that um, Rob Lowe had one or that, you know, there's like so many celebrities that have actually had sex tapes come out in recent years. And I like linked to an article for you guys to see in case you all are interested. Um, But like, I feel like for our generation, the main ones that we know of outside of Pamela Anderson, because that was in the 90s, but like the main ones are Kim Kim K in Paris. Yeah. And also, even if you don't, if you're a celebrity and you don't have a sex tape, um, I was enlightened in one of my privates that there's actually this growing thing with, I think it's like a Facetune sort of porn and they're incredibly realistic and you have everyone from Natalie Portman to just literally Meryl Streep I mean anybody that you want to bang that is famous they take their face they put it on a model who looks like them and they watch them suck you know they're sucking dick they're getting it up the ass and it's like even if they don't have a sex tape if you want to watch somebody have sex that's famous that you have a celebrity crush on you can find it how is that legal? It's probably not, and it uh, shouldn't that's be. That's a great question. It shouldn't yeah. be. It's like AI, and um, what's the term? There's like a term for it where um, deep fakes. Yes, there we deep go. fake. Yes, I couldn't. I couldn't it. remember it either. Deep fakes. 
Um, so yeah, I agree. I, I don't think that it is legal to use someone's likeness in that way. And I think because of the advancement of technology and AI in particular, um, and just like where we're seeing AI go, I don't think that our policies, um, from a legal constitutional perspective are there yet to help ward off these types of things. This is what I mean by like the advancement of the internet is, is kind of scary because our, you know, our laws aren't up to speed with what we're seeing happen. And in particular with the adult entertainment industry, like we were talking about this a couple of weeks ago with like the metaverse, right? The concept of like this, like other universe that they're creating within VR, um, porn, I feel like, or the adult entertainment industry has been really good about keeping up with new technologies. Yeah. Um, and I feel like out of all the seriously out of all the things that are like well built out within the metaverse like the metaverse is still like 10 years out i think from being like a good ultimate product but yeah. that's just my perspective on it but i feel like with porn and the adult entertainment industry i feel like they've already gotten like a good handle on like what could be of their niche within this yeah um and i feel like if you want to see where trends are going follow the adult entertainment industry because oh. they know how to make money Oh, yeah. In general. I mean, they they dominate the virtual world 100% because such a large Mm -hmm. percentage of the money they make is online and it is virtual and it's through that kind of interaction. And on that note, we want to say thank you to our listeners for tuning in today. And we look forward to seeing you guys next week on Wednesday for part two with Angelica Swiss. We hope you like today's content. We'll see you next week. So there you have it. Thank you so much for joining us again on The Basic in the Brain. Be sure to join us next week for our next spin on intellectualizing our basic bitch interests. Be sure to join us and don't forget to like and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Tweet us at Basic and Brain and follow us at The Basic in the Brain on Instagram. Give us feedback. Tell us what you love, what you don't love. Tell us what topics you'd like for us to cover. And we'll talk to you all later.